My name is Kelsey. And my name is April. And this is the Taste Buds Podcast. A podcast where we, registered dietitians, answer your burning nutrition questions. And talk all things food, cooking, research, and wellness. So sit tight and enjoy this taste of nutrition from a couple of buds. Welcome back to the Taste Buds Podcast. My name is Hello. April <laughs> I'm Kelsey Butler. Hi, everyone. April, I feel like I haven't seen you in months. Just kidding. I know. I see you all the time. I see you all the time. Um, we, I know we see each other very regularly. We haven't, feels like we haven't recorded in months, even though we have recorded. Just, it just feels like forever. I know. Well, we have been busy with a lot of other things together, yep. which is awesome. Um, we are, you know, paving waves, uh, pa- paving, making way. I don't know. Making waves, making waves or and... paving ways. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You're mixing up the two. Either way. Hey, we can pave waves if we want to. We're busy. <laughs> <laughs> but we both really miss the podcast, really miss recording. And we just need to kind of take a minute to get our get our lives together so we could get back on track and be recording more regularly again. Because before it was starting to get more sporadic and we want to have a platform that y'all can re- y'all y'all can rely on. All right, Miss Alabama. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I lived there for one year. Start yeah. talking <laughs> accent. <laughs> you guys can rely on. So, um, yeah, we're back, and we've also made a few changes too. Yeah, I'm so excited to jump in to our new, not really new platform. We're still answering your guys' questions. We are still. You know, focusing on nutrition, obviously. Um, But we're going to try to be a little bit more specific here so that we can really dive deep into really specific topics. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, sometimes we try to cover too much and then we, there's too much to say in such little time. So we are diving in real deep, real specific um, for our next podcast coming up. So I'm excited to jump in. April, do you want to... I guess we should chat a little bit. <laughs> yeah, let's do a little bit of chat. A little bit of yeah. I was like, let's jump in. I think we're so used to doing it. So what we're April and I have been doing. Out. Yeah, what we have been doing is working with um, Champ City, which is a really cool um, wellness program. Uh, I guess you could call it fitness program. And each week we give these presentations and we talk about nutrition and all these things. And we have to like, we're on a timer. We got to jump in. We're going. And now it's like, <laughs> Oh, we have time. We can like see how each other's doing. <laughs> we can actually chat. Kelsey yeah. was all, just an autopilot. She was ready to freaking go. She's like, okay. It's really <laughs> like, let's but, jump in. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited about our new format. Cause like Kelsey mentioned, it's going to be more short form. It's going to be a lot more specific. We'll be answering probably like, more of like one of your questions as the topic of the episode and then all like the sub questions underneath that question throughout the episode so um and they'll probably be a little bit shorter we may do you know maybe like a long form video like or recording like before like once a quarter you know with more of the research and the recipes and things like that but for now we're going to try this out and see how it goes so we're excited um Kelsey how's everything going Everything tell me about is, you. I'll tell you about me. I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing about me. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, life is good. I'm. If you're watching the video, I'm. 
lose my voice. Um, I'm in a new place again, once again, surprisingly. Yep. Um, I We have moved, we've shifted houses to a new place. Now we have a long-term lease here, but it's still in Auckland and New Zealand. So it's literally right around the corner from the last place that we were at. But I'm in a new office, new room, which is exciting and fun. It's so um, pretty too. Thanks. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm really happy because I have a big door here. So it's like a massive window. And um, I have a friendly neighborhood cat that comes around and I've named him Boots. So that's good. Like <laughs> he some Boots from Well, Trek. he's black and he has white on his paws and the front two like go up to like his cat wrists, I guess. And the back two go up to his like cat knees. Or are yeah. they his cat ankles? I don't. <laughs> There's the I question for all time. Yeah, because the back ones go up to his knees. So the front ones must go to his wrists i don't know <laughs> <laughs> there's the question of the century tell us folks do cats uh, <laughs> have two sets of ankles or two sets of wrists or a set of ankles and a set of wrists well These the friendly about that do look different i don't know i don't anyway boots is great i like him um <laughs> and yeah that's i mean i'm i'm headed to queenstown this weekend which i'm really excited about with some What's girlfriends in, for those of us Oh, okay. I was going to say, for those of us who are not in the New Zealand region, what is the draw of Queenstown? Why are you going there? Um, Queenstown is like a vacation destination, I guess, but it's like wintry. It's kind of, it reminds me of um, kind of like Breckenridge or like a Colorado mountain town. Um, Same vibe, uh, kind of. I mean, it's got mountains it's got a couple of ski fields that you can go skiing at um and then it's just it's really beautiful because it's this big basin that's surrounded by mountains um and there's a big Mm -hmm. lake in it so what we're gonna do um unfortunately i'm not gonna ski because the girls i'm going with don't ski so i don't want to go up by myself um (laughs) but um we are gonna go and we're gonna drive out into the valley and go check out the wineries out there and we're gonna take a boat ride um and it's like glacial water and it's really beautiful and bright turquoisey blue and yeah, oh my gosh so, yes the water color is insane down there so yeah just things like that really cool um like restaurants kind of bar scene so yeah it'll be fun that's so exciting oh my gosh it sounds like a lot of fun yeah. and for those of you who might not know right now kelsey's seasons are reversed from those yes. of you who are in america like myself yes. so while we're in the midst of summer she's in the midst of winter hence yeah all oh my, God, my, my winter winter holiday <laughs> yeah winter holiday mm-hmm. yeah what do they call it oh is it yeah what do they call it yeah they just call it going on holiday versus yeah vacation. it's not like that's yeah it's like holiday vacation um vacation is very american <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> we go on holiday we don't vacation oh i holiday down south I'm holiday. Yeah. yeah I learned too when I was traveling abroad that they don't call it college they call or university they call it uni uni yeah yeah college and is high school other parts of the world going to uni yeah college is high school uni or like university is that college. makes high school sound a lot more prestigious than it well it is funny like even driving around here there'll be things that are like whatever north coat college and you're like wow and it's just like a high school <laughs> yeah oh wow that's good to know yeah well I know I say this every time we get together but one of these days Joe and I are gonna make it out there yeah well <laughs> you should definitely come I'm coming to see you we can yes. announce our we have signed up for a half marathon 
that we're going to do in December <laughs> that we need to start training for next week. Actually, yeah, oh my next God, week. I know. September 1, I next just, week, baby. I was just thinking that yesterday that I have to check our training schedule because I, I just realized it's coming up soon. Mm-hmm. And I'm terrified. I'm going to admit it. I'm freaking terrified. But I have to do it because I paid and I signed up and it is what it is. I'm not going <laughs> to not do it. But I'm terrified. Well, I paid for flights to come see you. <laughs> And I paid for the marathon, so you have to do so it. They're even now, more invested. I mean, I'm 100% you're... gonna do it. I'm scared I'm not going to finish. That's what I'm scared of. Well, you'll finish. It might just take a long time. <laughs> you're like, you're finished. You might just walk the entire way. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you'll be fine. Hey, it no. doesn't matter. The speed doesn't matter. Yeah. Even when I'm running, because I really like to run, but even nowadays, like when I run, I don't look at any numbers whatsoever while I'm running it so this might be a little bit of a shift for me too because I need to start tracking my progress like Mm -hmm. I usually go for a run and when I get home I just check my health app and I'm like oh cool I did 6k or like (laughs) yeah whatever it is sure 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 sure. yeah Yeah. like I don't I don't track my time my pace my distance at all I'm just Mm -hmm. literally like oh nice (laughs) (laughs) yeah so now I'm gonna have to like I know. I mean, I guess you could still kind of wing it, but I don't know. I don't think I'd be able to get to 13 miles personally unless I like really tracked and pushed myself to go extra or whatever, whatever the schedule is. Um, I have a friend who runs marathons and she set up a training schedule that Kelsey and I are using. So that's what we're going based off of. And the first week, like I normally run around three miles or so, three, four miles I can handle. So the first week is like two and a half miles, three miles. Like that is easy. But then when it gets to the first part where it's going to be like running six miles, like I'm terrified. Yeah. So And it's still so freaking hot here in Arizona. See, uh, I'm, I'm at the benefit here because it's cool. No, and then but the weather's here, crap. Like it's rainy. I like running in the rain. I feel You're all dramatic. <laughs> you don't like <laughs> it. I like it because I feel like all dramatic, and I'm like the rain's hitting me, like my music's blasting, like I'm tackling this run. Which is, I like it. Now, do you do music with running in the rain, or no? Um, versus no music at all. Well, can you put headphones in? Oh, yeah, I just use my AirPods. It depends on, like, how bad the weather is. Like, if it's really, there's a lot of snow or a lot of rain where it's, like, the to the point where I think it would affect my AirPods, I'll usually put my AirPods and then put a headband like, over my ears. Ah. Or a hat if it's hot enough or cold enough. But do you, listen just, like, to, <laughs> do you listen to really moody music that makes you feel m- moody? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> not like staring out the window watching the rain trickle down like getting all dramatic like i'm no. just picturing the end of a movie when they're like running and it's raining and it's like na, na, na. <laughs> is that how the song goes yeah. <laughs> yeah, no it's yeah. more of like um rocky vibes like oh. tackle this this is intense you know the rain is, is that what like- you usually listen to no, I don't listen to that type of music, but that's like the type of vibe. Uh, well, I don't know. Okay. I listen to a lot of different types of music. It's like a huge range. Or I listen to a podcast. Uh, because if it's running? a really good podcast, I'll get lost in the podcast and then won't okay. realize how far I've I've done that before. More so, I like to listen to podcasts when I walk music when I run. Because mm-hmm. my brain, I use my running time as like my meditation time. And I like, I, I work through stuff. Because at my, my like... um you know how everyone has their like deep set uh, emotion 
and the way that they deal with things, it's either like sadness or fear mm-hmm. or whatever. Mine's anger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so when I'm running, I'm just know like, thyself. <gasps> <laughs> like stopping it out. I like that. I like to use um, running as a stress reliever too. Yeah. Or just like a time to like sort through my thoughts if there's something I really need to contemplate before I like take action or say something about mm-hmm. it or whatever, you know, or work through. Yeah. Yeah. Or even if I'm like having a really busy day or like an intense day or people are really like, I've I've got a lot of things. A lot of people need stuff from me. I will literally just like pop in my sneakers and I'll, I'll walk past Will and I'm like, don't talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll just like put on some, whatever. I I like to listen to like early 2000s hip hop is my jam. Oh, okay. Like I want to listen to, um, like, oh my God. Uh, Oh my god, what's his name? Uh, and now I'm like, I'm a big fan, and I can't like Fifty Cent's right? good. That's not the name I was looking oh. for, but Fifty Cent's good. Yeah, um, because there's he like things that music where you can really like pat, hit feet hit yes. the pavement to like keep that rhythm. Yeah, yeah and the like pace is you great. know, mm-hmm. and with hip hop too. Um, I actually I read this study about listening to hip hop while you're working out. It's really um, it's a good pace maker and because Mm -hmm. they're breathing with their um like words Mm -hmm. it reminds you to breathe because like when you're listening to like Ah. Eminem he's like (gasps) and then you go (laughs) (laughs) yeah like like it it kind of gives you that like subliminal message to like like (laughs) I didn't know that that's really Mm -hmm. interesting well Kelsey I feel like we since we've talked about this so much we need to like track our journey on the taste buds Instagram our journey Yeah, I think you and I should also create a joint playlist for our training. We should, and we can share with you guys. Oh, that would be so cute. While we're running, we can a taste buds playlist. (laughs) How fun! I love it. Okay, that's really fun. Okay, and then all of a sudden, the song pops up that you're like not. You have no idea about. You better not put any of that moody music on there. Your moody rainy. Be like a really low, slow song on there. Oh, be like a let le- like um. Oh my God, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, lemes like <laughs> an opera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, don't listen to opera while I run. Some people do. Some people do. Oh, you know what? Teach their own. But that is yeah. not what I listen to. Yeah. Personally, I, I I just find that fascinating. Like people's music that they work out to. Like my sister, she yeah. like lives in the south. She's an engineer. Um, she's probably listening right now and she's like why are you talking about me Hi, Blair. and <laughs> and one time I just looked over we were like working out together I looked over and she's listening to like Pink Floyd oh. I, was like, I was like okay I'm did not that did not expect that at all <laughs> did not clock that. I have Pink Floyd like, on playlist but it's not my workout playlist like I don't think of it as a workout yeah no but Pink was, like working good. out to like classic rock I'm like you're a weirdo I didn't expect that but you know <laughs> teach not trying to yuck your yum <laughs> yeah maybe i'll put some classic rock on my run playlist um yeah maybe and i don't, I don't know. know we'll see but i think we, we don't put it on our track though. our journeys on the taste buds yes 100 percent. fun how um do you want to say how you are before we jump in i know that we talked about me this whole time <laughs> well no one really cares how i am oh, no i'm good i i feel like we're entering or i don't know if you feel this way but i always feel like the the last quarter of the year is always crazy mm-hmm. but september specifically is always like the most packed month of every <clears throat> single year like no matter what the year is it's always 
so crazy. We're traveling so much. We have one million things going on. It's when everyone wants to start new things, business stuff. It's just like over the place. So I'm honestly just gearing up to start September. Yeah. And your birthday. <laughs> that's, that's where I'm at. Yeah, that too. I'm excited. About and that, um, on the 8th, I remembered. It's not yes, you did. Second. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And it's <laughs> yeah. in two weeks. So um... it's unfortunately in the middle of the week, but I guess as an adult, like I can't stop my life and my birthday anymore, huh? I do. <laughs> I really don't want to go. I don't want to do any work on my birthday. I'm actually kind of bummed because Joe, who's my husband, for those of you who may not know, I know I've mentioned it kind of throughout our episodes, but not that important. he's going to be on a work trip on my birthday. Oh, so, lame. I know. Like the Why did he take you with you? Ta- why doesn't he take you with him? Oh my God. <laughs> why did he take you with you? Um, <laughs> He could, like, I could go, but he's just, I mean, he's going to be gone, like, all day long in meetings and stuff. And that for, like, mm-hmm. his type of business, it doesn't just end, you know, with the workday. They have, like, dinner meetings yeah. and stuff like that. So, like, I could, <clears throat> but I would be kind of by myself at the hotel versus Yeah. Here. Why don't you um, and make my grab a friend or just do it by yourself and book like a take the day off and do like a big spa retreat and stay the night in like a fancy hotel oh that's what i should do yeah why not it's your birthday for that yeah yeah it's yeah you live in birthday. tucson i feel like tucson has that as an option a lot that's of places kind of arizona things like a mirror yeah. ball resort i don't know if you've heard of that that's like a big fancy yeah spa situation. Get a massage get your oh. nails done you Going to take... sauna, hot tub. Maybe I'll do just that. Yeah. There's a um a retreat here in New Zealand that I looked into because Will was gone for a few weeks and I was like, I want to do something by myself. And like, mm-hmm. um, anyway, the timing wasn't right, so I couldn't go, but I was looking at it. And so they have like massages and a yoga class that you can do. And there's like hiking trails. They also offer therapists. <laughs> wow. For your short stay there. Yeah. So for, that's like, really cool. For weekend, you can make an appointment with a therapist and just like vent. <laughs> I kind of really like that because what if you're somebody who's like kind of teetering on the, like not sure if they want a therapist or not. And you're going yeah. to a place you're like, what the heck? Like, why did I not just sign up? And then maybe that could help encourage someone to sign on for it with a therapist yeah. full time. I mean, definitely the epitome of self-care here. If you're going to do like a a whole weekend (laughs) retreat, you might as well just pop in a little therapy right there. What are you struggling with right now? The fact I'm on vacation with my family. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's meant to be like solitude. And they're like, they pretty much say the goal of this is for you to not do anything. And we want to like talk to you as little as possible. We want you to like just do your thing in this place. Mm-hmm. So you book out these different rooms and they're like on a cliffside in New Zealand. And it's very like, oh, you know, whatever yoga, mindfulness, meditation kind of thing. Um, if they have a dietitian on staff. I think, I mean, they do have um, like me, like they bring you meals. So like oh, what you cool. pay for is like an all inclusive uh, like one or two nights stay over the mm-hmm. weekend or whatever day and then you can add the add-ons which is like um doing the massage or like going to a therapy session or whatever that kind of reminds me of that show that came out recently white Was lotus Nicole kidman not white no, lotus. no 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 oh i know what you're talking about because talked i have this on the podcast i think have we i don't know but you <laughs> it kind of made me think about obviously it's like kind of a different concept but i just thought about like the solitude she's crazy right well, I never finished it because it was 
just not my cup of tea, but someone yeah. described the ending to me. And I guess once you go make it through the whole thing and see the ending, you don't think she's as crazy as she uh, comes off in the oh. first half. So okay. I don't know. I haven't personally finished it. Uh, after I think Joe and I watched like the first half or so, and we were like, Oh, <laughs> and then never got around to it again. I don't know. All right. <laughs> well, anyways, shall we jump into our episode, the meat of our episode? I think we shall now that everyone is caught up on our lives and how important and interesting we are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and how incredibly important and interesting we are. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so this week we are covering calories major question today is how many calories should you eat a day or should i eat a day um I, we get this mm-hmm. question uh, every client every client yeah <laughs> every human that i speak yeah, every to that human. knows i'm a dietitian <laughs> yeah every single human wants to make sure that they are eating enough eating adequately uh not eating too much um you know all those questions come into us very consistently so we are going to be covering how many calories should you eat a day um april i'm going to start us off with a question for you which is Mm -hmm. how many calories should i be eating (laughs) this is obviously the baseline of the episode and such a great question and i always tell people this is going to be so, so annoying to hear. But if you've listened to any of our podcast episodes, then you'll know the answer to this. But if you're new here, you'll know that Kelsey and I always talk about, of course, how nutrition is rooted in science. But a lot of the answers are incredibly individualized. So that's just the deal with calories. The answer is very individualized. No one person should be eating the exact same calories as another person. It varies so drastically the way that we calculate calories for people really is dependent on so many factors. So age, height, weight, you know, activity, activity level, or like literally so many different things and everything's that going on for you personally. So it's really hard to give an, a recommendation, just, you know, a generalized recommendation. What I can say though is, because we see, I see this a lot. I know Kelsey does too. Um, a lot of people out there and a lot of doctors actually give this recommendation to people that people should be eating 1500 to 1200 calories a day if they want to lose weight and what I do feel comfortable saying is that no adult should be eating that little calories that's way too low for adults adults need a lot more than that Um, barring any outstanding circumstances um, because there are some specific um, disease states and things like that that do affect metabolism but for the average adult you should not be consuming anything near 1500 calories a lot higher than that hundred percent and you know just kind of expanding on that idea that you know it is subjective keep in mind that things go into your like metabolic process that we don't even know about yet or that you know we can't even put our finger on maybe it's even like genetics or mm-hmm. you know just oh, how a huge part right mm-hmm. like i've i've worked with someone that was you know whatever a, a five 10 male that was you know 160 pounds that needed to eat 3,000 calories a day to maintain that was just his maintenance Mm -hmm. and he wasn't even doing like crazy crazy exercise like that was just how much he needed to stay maintaining and Mm -hmm. that's just it like genetic wise like just like that was just his makeup and I've worked with people that have you know needed more than that or less than that that's just an example that I like that stands Mm -hmm. out to me because it's like yeah Yeah. that was just what he needed and that's it um so 
keeping that in mind that, you know, you know your body so much more than a calculation does, than an app does, Mm -hmm. than me or April do. Like, you know what you need um, when you listen. (laughs) So so being able to just, like, lean into that and, you know, just understanding that it also isn't the same every day. Um, We're not machines. We're not one in, one out. I know I've said this many times before, but um, some days we might need a little bit more. Some days we might need a little bit less. We ebb and flow, Mm -hmm. um, which is really normal. So keeping that in mind too, if you are, you know, trying to hit the same exact calories every single day and it's not working, probably because Mm -hmm. it's not normal to do that. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up, Kelsey. And just to you know, dive into that a little bit deep, deeper, like our bodies are not robots. So I think that's another really big common misconception is that we as humans have a specific caloric need that we should be eating every day. And that's the beginning and end of it. And that's just not the truth. There are some days you'll require more energy or more calories. And some days you'll, you'll require less. And that's why there's a, I know I personally have issues with apps like my fitness pal Mm -hmm. first of all because they drastically underestimate people's calorie needs but also because they're not dynamic which is what calorie needs are they're very dynamic they're always moving they're always changing and one of the main reasons because of that is because calories are how you get the number of calories per day is made of a couple different factors and one of those factors is something called thermic effect of food and what thermic effect of food is is basically the amount of energy that you burn to digest food in the first place so the more food you eat the more energy you burn so that's why you're oh one of the main reasons why your caloric needs are always changing so yeah i would say if you personally are looking for some guidance in calculating your caloric needs my favorite place thing to use or website to use is called chronometer C-R-O-N-O-M-E-T-E-R, chronometer.com. And they utilize, you know, Mifflin St. George, like that calculation that we know about, Kelsey. But, you know, they, they calculate in your thermic effect of food, and you'll see that the numbers will change as you enter in different types of food. So I feel like that's the most dynamic platform. Yeah. Oh, cool. Kelsey, I do have a question for you that's yeah. kind of going off our plan here a little bit. But mm-hmm. I'd love to hear your your just your thoughts on this. So we talked about at the beginning how we feel like everyone always asks us how many calories that you should be eating in a day, but like taking a, like a zooming out for a second, like, why do you think that that's like the main question that people really focus on the most, like, and want to know? Um, weight loss, <laughs> diet culture. Um, the fact that like our society is obsessed with having perfect, healthy bodies, um, healthy with mm-hmm. quotation marks you know the reason that you know we're so worried about all the food that we put into our bodies and all the um, calories that we are eating and why calories are looked at as a bad thing is because we have this culture in our society that says you know you can't eat too many calories um, or you will you know have xyz outcome and you will be bad mm-hmm. um, and that is not the case at all Um, And I think, you know, working to, you know, break that, break that mold as much as we can. But I think too, you know, along with that, very, like, it's it's happening more and more now, but especially growing up, no one cared if you were eating too little calories, that was fine. Um, Mm -hmm. But too many is, you know, not a good thing. Keep in mind that too many or too little calories, both of them are called malnutrition. Um, It just means nutrition is not right. (laughs) 
<laughs> so keeping that in mind that, you know, we have that obsession over calories, but on a one-sided view. Um, and again, you know, we, we're really just overthinking it as a society in that way of like, you know, being so concerned about our intake mm-hmm. um, because we're scared of, I mean, literally it's just fear. We're scared of mm-hmm. absolutely you know, that fat phobia and we're scared mm-hmm. of, you know, all these things um, that really don't matter. <laughs> but, you know, I absolutely agree. And I love your answer because, you know, a lot of it is just society putting these ideals in our heads from the beginning and then poor education in schools. And, yeah. and I, I think people see um, knowing the amount of calories as a point of control to be able yeah. to control yes. or control their intake or have control. But the reality is, is like we talked about, we're not robots. And it's almost like too much control that you're, you would lose control, but yeah, we could, we could talk about that for forever. So oh my gosh, yeah. I know I went off the beaten path a little bit there, but thanks for playing along with me. No, I, that's, I think okay. that's an and I think thing to think about. No. And we'll, we'll kind of dig into this for our next questions as well. Um, but I'm going to say it and put a pin in it. Um, the less control we try to have over our bodies, the more control we actually have. Um, because we're friends with our bodies and we can, you know, do things together rather than fighting against it. Ruminate over that. I love that statement. Yeah. Pin that. What's it? You know, when you can like pin a conversation at the top of your text. Yes. Or pin something at the top of your Instagram page or TikTok page. That's what yeah. Pinned at the top of your mind. Yeah. That statement. <laughs> okay. Definitely. Next question. Mm-hmm. Kelsey, how can I reach my goals without counting calories? I hate tracking. Whoever wrote this. You and me both, sister, yes. or brother, or whomever. I know. yeah, I agree. I also hate tracking, and honestly, I don't think that we need to be tracking. I don't think it's that important. I think I have like a two sided view with tracking mm-hmm. because sometimes it's helpful for certain things, but it like like looking at your um, income if you're having uh, intake if you're having. Um, like dietary issues, if you're having digestive issues, it's really helpful for that. And it is kind of helpful to give us a snapshot of where you're at. But to be honest, when I'm doing a call with someone, I'll just have them walk me through a normal day for them. And that just gives me an Mm -hmm. idea of where they're at. So again, I'm already getting like a wider view from that. And I'm the person that's going to make the decisions here. Well, you're making decisions, (laughs) but I'm here telling, giving you a recommendation on it. You just made me think of that meme where it's that guy going, I'm the captain now. I'm the captain now. <laughs> Look at me. Um, yeah, I mean, fair enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's more so, I mean, obviously, that's never the case. I never want to tell you what to do. I want to give you Gentle guidance. Yeah, Gentle give guidance. you recommendation, give you guidance, and you can do with it what you will. Um, right, right. But if someone's coming to you and working with you, yeah. or I, they're coming for our expertise and to listen. So it's not really that we would ever have to like try to force the thoughts on that person. You know, they want to absorb the information. So yeah, yeah. most of the time, sometimes I've talked with people and I'm like, then why are you here? Um, anyway, yeah, that's a trap for another time. Anyway. So, um, the question was, uh, eating to reach your goals without counting calories. Sorry, I went on a little tangent there. So No, don't apologize. Reach- <laughs> you had some really good thoughts. Yeah. So you want to reach your goals without eating, without tracking your calories. You need to be eating calories. So the point here is that we have internal calorie counters. 
crazy. I know. Um, when you're a kid, kids grow their healthy size. They can figure out how to eat babies, especially because they don't have any diet rules. Um, mm -hmm. As kids get a little bit older, they get more and more diet rules. But with babies, they eat when they're hungry. They stop when they're full. And that's it. They have internal calorie counters. They know what they need. We as humans all have this, um, but when those diet rules come into place, we forget them. We are part of the clean your plate club, or we are part of the, you must eat all of this before you have your dessert, or we are part of the, you know, you'll eat whatever I give you. <laughs> so, you know, those are, and, or, or the other way around, you can't have that. You can't have this. Mm -hmm. um, don't eat too much of that because of X, Y, and Z. So these are the rules that we kind of get ingrained into our, you know, bodies and minds as we get older and as we become adults. Again, part of that diet culture, part of that fat phobia, part of all of those things that are not great. Um, but we lose touch with that feeling because our bodies are, again, we're not friends with our bodies. We're trying to fight against them because we're saying, well, I can't have that. I have to eat all of this. I cannot have that. Um, I'm not going to listen to my taste buds or my hunger cues or my fullness mm -hmm. cues or anything like that. And we lose touch. So what I encourage here is actually to just make friends with your body. <laughs> listen to it. Hear it out. You know, take that time to make that adjustment to say, hey, where are you at? What do you want right now? What do we mm -hmm. need? Do I need fuel? Do I not need fuel? And starting to treat hunger and fullness as a neutral um, cue, the same way that we do with going to the bathroom or the same thing that we do with, you know, wanting to, well, I want to say movement, but I think that one's a tough one too. Um, but especially going to the bathroom, that's an easy one because you don't think too much about it. There's no rules around, around right. it. Sometimes, you know, you're in the car, you can't get to one really quick. Or sometimes, you know, you had too much water and you go a couple of times and, and whatever, a couple hours. And that's fine. It's normal. You're like, oh, yeah, that's just part of it. Same mm -hmm. thing with food. It's just a normal reaction. It's a normal bodily cue. It's not a good thing or a bad thing. It's just something that we can lean into and listen. Because, again, your body knows what it needs. It knows what it needs to be healthy. It knows what it needs to, you know, thrive. All mm -hmm. you got to do is listen to it and listen to that inter internal calorie counter. I love everything you said. And there's one thing that you referenced that really stands out to me. And I'm going to go off topic again because mm -hmm. I just had a thought that I had never really thought of before because I don't have kids um, but you you made a comment about childhood which you know clean clean plate club all that stuff which I definitely was mm -hmm. a member of um, not now but I was a member of and I was thinking about just those like food rules or maybe even like food um, control that we might have mm -hmm. had growing up and Sorry, that was my chair hitting the desk. <laughs> You're okay. I tend to fidget when I talk, so I need to stop doing that. That's okay. Um, and I just remembered, you know, when you were growing up, did you ever have your parent, a parent say, you know, like you're outside playing in the backyard, whatever, and you come in and you're like, go to get an ice cream sandwich or something or a dessert item. And your parents say like, no, don't eat that. You're going to ruin dinner. And now I'm thinking to myself, you know, you know, how, how would I, what would I say for my kids if they came in and they just like went to go for an ice cream sandwich or something that's like traditionally considered bad, you're going to ruin your dinner. You shouldn't be eating that, you know? And I had never really had that thought before. Yeah. I mean, are you asking for what my response would be? Yeah. I'd be interested to see or just your thoughts. And have you thought about that before? I mean, I don't know, like obviously what your plans are for the future, but like, yeah, we are, we are planning on having kids eventually. So I, 
like I find myself now while I don't have kids is the time to prepare for the future because I'm very type A and I'm a Virgo. That means anything to anybody. (laughs) But I just had that thought and I was like, what would my reaction be? Like, I would think my reaction would be like, you know, I would like to have like a free open household of, Mm -hmm. you know, the food is not controlled, but it is an interesting, I had never thought about that before. I think in that instance, and again, I'm not a pediatric nutrition. We did talk with Catherine, who is, and she had some great stuff to say about this. So go listen to that one. Yeah, I know. I'm putting you on the spot here. So obviously. No, that's okay. My answer answer would be um, probably just like checking in with them. Hey, we're going to have dinner in about an hour. So just, you know, keep that in mind if you want to grab that. Um, Mm -hmm. so giving them that option and allowing them to say, Hey, we're going to have dinner. I'm making this in about an hour. So just keep that in mind. If you do want to have this or give them options, say, Hey, you can have an ice cream sandwich, but we've also got these things. If you'd rather have something smaller before dinner. So, you know, giving, offering them options, Mm -hmm. no judgment. It's more so just that is an option you can have. There's other options Mm -hmm. and keep in mind that there's things coming. So giving them that, you know, freedom of choice but also laying down the groundwork, I guess. Right, right. I love that. I think that's a really good idea. It's such an interesting thought just now that crossed my mind. So I was like, see what healthy things. But I like that. And not, you know, labeling desserts or whatever it is they're searching for is bad because that was really like, it was a negative connotation. Like you wouldn't ever eat dessert before dinner because dessert's bad and that's a treat, you know? So just taking away those connotations at all. But I like the idea of giving them other options or gently reminding them that we're eating dinner soon or, you know, that sort of a thing. But as you mentioned before, kids are naturally intuitive and they really are. And before food rules and diet culture starts plaguing their world, they really are very intuitive with eating. They really are. And I remember, so I, um, just bringing it back to this, when I went to, when we were in school in Alabama, I, um, (laughs) babysat my eating disorder dietitian preceptor. I babysat her son because she, they literally lived like right around the corner from me. So Mm -hmm. that was like my little, a little extra side job. Again, I had so many random side jobs. You did. (laughs) Oh my God. I, 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 was like trying to make money, trying to move Remember to New Zealand. Remember when we worked with honey? <laughs> yes, we worked at a farmer's market and sold we honey. We did, we were selling honey. It was so cute. Oh, with anyway. Ruth and Dawn, they were the yeah. best. That's another um, side tangent, but anyway. Oh, I know, you? I hope they're doing well. Cute. They still post on my Facebook wall on my birthday. So sweet. I know, I love them. Anyway, um, but anyway, so, so babysitting her son was a really cool experience because obviously she's an eating disorder disorder dietitian and she Mm -hmm. you know has those kind of values where she wants to set up no food rules and things like that and so babysitting him was really interesting just to have that mindset and trying to like fall in line with the way she parents and my own mindset as well and Mm -hmm. so like we literally ended up having um Oh my gosh. I, we had some stuff for dinner and I asked her, I was like, oh, okay, so like there's this for dinner. And then she's like, yeah, but if he doesn't want it, he, there's like this, this, and this, whatever. I'm like, great. So mm-hmm. um, we ended up like, I'm like, okay, this is what we have for dinner. And Henry's the, the kid, he's like, maybe I'm, I don't know if I should say this, whatever. He's like, <laughs> um, I don't really want this. And I'm like, okay, well, we have this, this, and this. And he's like, can I have a Pop Tart? And I was like, sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, okay, what do you want to have with the Pop-Tart? And he's like, um, like this salad. 
And I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> and so we ended up having, he had a Pop-Tart with a salad and some of the leftover steak for dinner. And I was like, okay, it kid works. He knows what he wants. He does. Kid knows what he wants and way to like listen to what your body's mm-hmm. like. Like I was like, cool, you're intuitive. You're doing, what you're doing your thing. And keep in mind, Pop, a pop tart's a pop tart, but it is just like bring it when he boils all down. It's a carb. He got a pro- protein. He got some veggies, yeah. and especially with kids, like I was talking to the my preceptor about this, and I was saying, you know, a lot of people are so concerned about what their kids are eating, and mm-hmm. she was saying, actually, your kids are growing so fast and using so much of that fuel. It doesn't matter when it boils down to it. A carb's a carb. A protein's a protein. Mm-hmm. A fat's a fat they are going to use it and need it. The The mm-hmm. balance is like so much, <laughs> they need so much fuel that as long mm-hmm. as you can get some fiber in there, some nutrients, whatever, whatever they can get fuel from is more important than not getting fuel. So mm-hmm. like, I, I like, I like to keep that mind and keep in mind, like even with kids, but even with, as an adult, I'm like, yeah, carbs are carbs, protein, protein, fats, fat, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I want to point out that stood out to me in that story was mm-hmm. that, excuse me, when he said that he wanted the Pop-Tart, your question, your next statement was to ask him what he wanted with it, mm-hmm. which I think is really important. And I actually do this a lot of educating with my adult clients because I don't work with kids. I work with adults as saying, okay, if you're craving something in this instance, this, this gentleman wanted a Pop-Tart, I would say, <laughs> okay, what can you, if, if you like, what can you add else? What else can you add to it? That's going to balance out your plate, you know, have mm-hmm. the pop tart. Can you add a veggie to it? Can you add a fruit? Can you add some protein? And, you know, with a kid, you wouldn't necessarily dive into those macronutrients. But, you know, with, uh, it was easy to say, you know, what else do you want with it? And he was, oh, well, I'll have, so I think we, I'll have the salad, I'll have the steak, you know, things that are fuel him properly. And then the, you know, the carbs from the pop tart, pop tart, and fuel his soul. But I think it's important too to like, and this, we should have Catherine back on to talk more about this, but maybe just have a little more trust in kids being able to make decisions for themselves in that regard. Yeah. So. But it's just interesting. Yeah. Um, and it we... like grows that autonomy there and allows them to make their own decisions. And they find, and you'll find too, if you make the switch to like being more intuitive with your intake, you'll find that your body wants things that feel good. Like as much as I love Pop-Tarts, I don't want Pop-Tarts all the time because mm-hmm. they don't really fuel me that well. Um, I love them. I, don't get me wrong. I grew up on Pop-Tarts. They are <laughs> my jam. Um, mm-hmm. But that being said, like, I, every time I go to the States, I get, a po- like, a box of Pop-Tarts, and I usually don't even finish them because I mm-hmm. love them. But I don't actually love – like, my body doesn't love them. So yeah. I just – I listen to my body, and I'm like, I am going to enjoy this because I think it's great. But every time I finish one, I'm like, oh, I don't feel amazing. But that's okay. I, you know, I'm going to give Moving myself yeah. that you know, that freedom to enjoy it. And then if I want one the next time I go to the States, then I'll have one. Like, what I, whatever, you know. Here's the biggest, most important question out of all of this. Mm-hmm. And I hope you answer it correctly because okay. we could have a big issue is what's your favorite Pop-Tart flavor? <laughs> oh, you're going to hate me. You're going to hate me so Are you going to say something weird? Okay, what is it, Chelsea? Well, <laughs> I like the wild berry one. It's purple with the turquoise. This is sweet. <laughs> that's the one I grew up on, so that's why. That's why. It's, it's okay. sen- it doesn't taste good, but it's <laughs> it's sentimental it to me. Good. Yeah. Um. 
you failed, but it's fine. I'll I'll I, I know. I knew I was I walked into that knowing I was gonna fail. I also really love the hot fudge Sunday. That one's oh, a, a jam as okay. well. My favorite what is about the you? sugar one. Oh bro, you're bland. You're lame. That's Boring. not bland. I don't Boring. like fruity stuff. Okay. <laughs> I don't not like fruity stuff. And that's scenario I don't like the fruity stuff. Like I wouldn't gravitate towards a fruity pop tart. But I'm also not a big pop tart person. Like yeah. I have an issue with the edges of the pop tart. I keep saying pop tort. I've done that twice already. Pop yeah. tart. <laughs> the edges well, of them are too dry. You know, I think like to each meat. their own. You know, like I'm I'm a big again. I like pop tarts because I grew up on them. If yeah. I didn't, I probably wouldn't like them. Like that just like there's things here that Will yeah. loves. Now, I would be like, why are you eating that? But he just grew up on it. So he loves it, you know? So so it's that kind of thing where it's like, I, it's just because I was exposed to it my whole childhood. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so my mom refused to buy any of the, the that quote unquote junk food. So whenever mm-hmm. we would go to my grandma's house, yeah. she used to buy us toaster strudels. And toaster strudels slap. Those things yeah. are so good. Especially if you put them in the the toaster oven and they're nice and warm and you have like the warm frosting oh those were the best and that'll eat fruity things because it's more of like a breakfast a breakfast um pastry than a dessert that leads me to a question so exposing your kids to foods growing up Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, you know, you weren't exposed to a lot of things until you were at your grandma's house. And I was exposed to Pop-Tarts and I still love Pop-Tarts. Yeah. So, you know, there's that balance there of exposing your children to, you know, quote unquote junk food. Is it okay to do that? Should you just not expose it to them so that they won't crave it? Mm-hmm. They don't know about it. Um, you know, where do you have any thoughts about that? Because I do. <laughs> I have. Well, I go back and forth about it. Like, obviously, I'm not. I'm not planning on. I guess maybe this might be might not be obvious to people, but I don't plan on restricting my kids from anything. Yeah. But I also don't know. You know, like I feel like to some regard, they're probably going to end up eating whatever like we usually buy. Like my husband and I enjoy. I don't like, and we're just gonna, you know. And if we're at the grocery store and they're with me and they see something that looks colorful and has frosting on it and looks fun and they ask to buy it. Um, and it works out budget wise, you know, that would be the only thing that would stop me from, you know, purchasing it for them if I'm like, you know, whatever, if there's a budget issue, but, you know, I, w- I would probably let them buy it and try it. That wouldn't be necessarily an issue, but I feel like maybe they'll just end up eating kind of the stuff that we usually eat. And, you know, yeah. um, obviously when they're younger and they're in that stage where they do need to be exposed to different foods, I know there's like you know, we could get into the whole discussion of like baby led weaning and those allergen foods. And that's kind of more of a critical time to expose kids to foods that maybe yeah, like we wouldn't buy on a regular basis. But honestly, I think they're just going to eat what we eat. And if they see something interesting they want to try, they can try it. And it is what it is. Yeah. No, that's my thoughts. Exactly. Like, and if they're at a friend's house and they want to try yeah. something, sure, go well, for it. Well, that's the thing. Like, so often where you've seen those kids that are never allowed sweets and then they go to the birthday party and eat the whole plate of cupcakes. Like, yeah. you know, there's, there's that kind of balance where you need to expose your kids to, you know, special occasion treats like cakes and, you know, having a balance with, you know, being able to have Oreos, but also have, you know, mm-hmm. f- fresh fruit available. So like having all of those options, mm-hmm. um, 
as much as your budget allows, as much as, you know, you can allow, um, is really important for kids to have that, you know, experience of balance without judgment. Again, I'm bringing mm-hmm. it back to that. All foods are neutral mm-hmm. because that's when you, when you demonize something or praise something, it'll change the kid's percep- perceptive of the food and it'll make them want it more or less, which again, like kids don't like broccoli because broccoli is healthy and gross. <laughs> right. And you're forced to eat it when you grow exactly. up and that sort of but, a thing. Yeah. But, but for example, this kid that I was babysitting loves, loves Brussels sprouts mm-hmm. because he's never knew, known that they were any different than anything else. You know, yeah. And I always think what's going to be, what is interesting is I mean, obviously you up to a certain point, you have, a huge amount of control over your the food that your kid consumes and the words that are surrounding that and you can keep it very neutral and you can keep it all that positive language and whatever but you know what happens when you know eventually they go off to school and they hear other kids or other people or adults around them that may say things that insinuate food rules or diet culture things and you just kind of hope that that doesn't truly affect them too but I guess Definitely. You cross that bridge when you cross it. Oh, so. I know. I, definitely I got two ladies there. without children talking about how to raise kids. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, my kids will definitely be surrounded by desserts because I always have desserts. <laughs> that's not a bad thing. I, that's a really so, good thing. I do I'm too. Actually, I'm low yeah. on desserts right now, though. I went and bought myself. Um, I'm low on desserts. And I went yesterday. I had I got a smoothie and then I went to the bakery and I got myself a slice of chocolate cake. Ooh. And I ate half of it because I didn't want the rest of that time. And I saved it for mm. today. <laughs> that sounds delicious i haven't had See? cake in a while i'm definitely cake on my birthday. uh recently so one of my clients was telling me about this store in where we live in tucson um and it's called big boy <laughs> it's basically a warehouse filled with frozen desserts because it's the warehouse that the um um ice cream trucks get their oh. ice cream from so they sell them like wholesale ice cream dessert so we went down oh there my we bought gosh. boxes of ice cream sandwiches so we're stocked for at least the next week because i have one almost every single day <laughs> that is hilarious and you do you have it out in your um i know you said you have a fridge in your garage is yeah. it do you have one of those like coffin freezers that you can put dead bodies in um no not like no 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 we have a kind of a one that just has two doors that open uh. I wish that you had one of those and you're like, come here, look. And you open it up and it's just ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, we don't. We don't have a body. So that's funny. That would be a good place to hide a body. That would be so good. All right. Let's move on to our last question. I know we really went off topic there. I know. (laughs) Childhood nutrition and, you know, balance. But I think it's a good thing. It's all bringing back to how to listen to our bodies, how to feel ourselves well. So last question. I'm going to skip the C. I'm going to go on to D because um, I think think we already answered C. So last question, how do I calculate my calorie needs? Um, so this one, I, of course, would encourage you, whoever's asking this, kind of three different things. First, if you feel confident enough to kind of tackle your health journey on your own is to stray away from calculating your calc- your calculating your cal- calculating needs calculating your calorie needs and focusing yeah. more on that intuitive side listening to your body building that balanced plate and that sort of a thing um if you don't feel that you're confident enough to lead yourself searching out a dietitian for help um and if you really are you know 
feeling headstrong and you come hell or high water, you're tackling those needs, whether I give you a recommendation or not. My favorite place to utilize to calculate calories, I mentioned it earlier in the episode, it's called chronometer.com. It's C-R-O-N-O-M-E-T-E-R.com. They also have an app too. And again, the reason I really love that specific website and app for calculating needs is because I feel like it's the most accurate and it's very dynamic. So it utilizes thermic effect of food. It's constantly changing and it calculates your actual needs. It doesn't, you know, my fitness pal, I don't really, I'm not a big fan of because it tends to really underestimate the amount people need. But first and foremost, I do encourage you to move away from calculating your calorie needs. Awesome. I think that's a fantastic question. And again, I'm just going to repeat what I said earlier you know your body more than calculation Mm -hmm. does. So keep in mind that that calculation can only do so much and it's going to tell you to do the same thing every day. So again, we're not robots and there are things that can go into your caloric needs that you don't even think about, like genetics, like your, you know, hormonal status, your stress status, your sleep, Mm -hmm. all these things go into how many calories you need. Um, So like I said, your body is the know-all be-all so let that one take the lead there love it and i guess we will close up shop for the day remember when this was supposed to be a short form video kelsey and it's been almost an hour well we're we caught up for like 20 minutes so that's That's why because usually when we do our shorter videos we don't have a long catch-up but we haven't been around for a while so we had to talk about ourselves for like 20 minutes and (laughs) (laughs) um and then we just talked about childhood nutrition. So that's yeah. fun too. So um, as always, please comment, review, subscribe, download, all those things. It helps us mm-hmm. with our podcast. Um, you can find us on Instagram at tastebudspod. Tastebud uh, underscore pod. <laughs> tastebud. It's been a long time since I've done that. Um, and if you have any questions, we have a link on our Instagram. You can also email us at tastebudpod at gmail.com. Or you can just DM us. Um, we love questions. So anywhere and everywhere is great. And if any of that information was confusing, check the bio for all of our links and email and Instagram and everything. But thank you so much for listening. And please, we love the feedback. And go submit some questions that you guys want us to answer. Yay. Yeah, please. We love questions. Obviously, that's what we do here. So please do that. (laughs) Bye. Awesome. Bye.